Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shims that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. MRN Crew Call on MRN.com is presented by MoneyLion, the world's most powerful financial membership. MoneyLion, here we roar. And also brought to you by Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. to go to the end. A bunch of them guys are to slow down to save fuel. Um, it's always nerve-wracking. Uh, you know, you always get nervous. I make 15 pace laps behind the pit stall. Um, just hoping everything goes good and it's, it's uh, played off today. Pretty much all the pressure is on the gas man and I was just there uh, to help push the car out. Well, fuel only, it's all on the gas man, right? Uh, we just kind of stand there and cheer him on, hope he gets a good plug and gets it full. It's it's all about communication with our engineers and, and myself. Um, you know, it's it's all about the details and that stuff. It really wasn't much of a call for us. We just felt like we had to, you know, gas only and go. But just great job from everybody at the engine shop and everybody back at Stewart House Racing. We had a, a great car all weekend long, and um, you hate to not win when you have a car that strong. So uh, it was a lot of fun today to finally get it back in victory lane. And welcome to MRN Crew Call. I'm your guest, Rocco Williams, brought to you by Moneyline. That was Mike Morneau, a.k.a. Shrek, and uh, Daniel Smith, tire change and tire carrier for number four. Congratulations to Kevin Harvick. They found victory lane for the second time in 2019, and they are definitely showing that they are playoff bound and playoff ready. And um, they're going to prove that here soon. And we're definitely going to take the chance this show to go back with Mike Marneau and review some of the things that he talked about earlier this year when he was a guest on our show. We're also going to dabble and talk about the youth movement. We know that the youth movement is very prevalent along the drivers, but the same thing is going on with the pit crews. And these youth, um, these young athletes, there's things that they need to learn. And they had the opportunity to take advantage of all their new skill sets with the track split up and uh, the Xfinity cars were in mid-Ohio. You had the cup cars at Michigan with the trucks. So um, they had the chance to stand alone away from the cup cars. And those Xfinity pit crews had the chance to really showcase what they could do in their process to move up. As well as we have our clutch performers, we have some videos of the Jackman versus Carrier. We're going to quell some debates that we had. I was in Michigan this weekend, so I got to speak with a lot of the athletes on pit road. We had debates and we had discussions. We're going to bring all that out today. Plus, like I said, we will go back and look at Mike Morneau as he talks about the different challenges that that team faces performing with a driver like Kevin Harvick. With him being playoff bound, we had to go back and see how they're going to deal with um, with those challenges of performing under the pressures of a driver like Kevin Harvick. So you don't want to go nowhere. We have a great show for you today on MRN Crew Call. We'll be right back in after we talk to Michael Morneau. 
Did you know that banks collected over $15 billion in unnecessary bank fees last year? Come on, enough is enough. It's time we took back control of our finances. That's why Moneyline is proud to bring you the financial crew chief and to be a NASCAR sponsor. Look, no one knows more about hard work and pursuing their dreams than NASCAR fans, drivers, and teams. So we want to bring you the kind of banking that the big banks would never build, with features like zero-fee checking and zero-fee investment accounts. And because life is also meant for a join, with Money Lion, NASCAR fans get even more. We're giving away 1,500 NASCAR tickets to our members this year. Plus, you can get 5% cash back on NASCAR tickets, at track purchases, and all purchases at NASCAR.com. Learn more at MoneyLion.com or download our app. This is America's most powerful financial membership. Money Lion, here we roar. It wasn't just built to be a museum. It was built to be a shrine to the history, heritage, and future of the sport we love. This is our house, the NASCAR Hall of Fame, and it's packed full of classic and present-day cars, including Petties, Earnhardts, and Waltrips, as well as interactive experiences, realistic racing simulators, and much more. Plan a trip to the NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte. Tickets at NASCARHall.com. NASCAR Hall of Fame. This is our sport. This is our house. Going short track racing, and I am in studio with Mike Morneau, you know, rear tire carrier for Kevin Harvick. And, you know, beast mode tire carrier, and what you guys do not understand, let me give you a little history lesson about our guy, Mike Morneau, and about myself. Being that I was a former athlete, there's two types of crew members. You have your racers, and you have your athletes. It's safe to say that my boy Mike right here is a racer. Absolutely. Would you agree? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> racing is what brought me down here. Um, I drove front-wheel drive cars at Oxford Plains when I was 13 years old. Mm -hmm. Racing is, you know, in my hometown, history of my hometown, the Oxford 250. <laughs> um, so that's just something that I always wanted to do. It's and, something uh, that you wanted to do early on. And see how that contrast, I did not want to do NASCAR at, your, at right. that age you were talking about. I had n It was not even on my radar, right. you know, and here I am 13 years in. I think my first year was 2005. Your first year was 2004, Four. correct? Yep. So I'm here. Yep. And, and, and let me give you some, some background behind that. When, my, when I first came into the sport as an athlete, I had no idea. I didn't know the history. I didn't have the respect of the sport. So as I came in, my whole focus was to be the best tire carrier possibly because that's what I was doing. I was bringing the athletic side of it. And when I saw individuals like yourself on pit road in my first and second year, I didn't even realize it was your first, first and second year either. I just assumed being that, you know, you had that tie, that connection to race and you were there forever. And it just didn't resonate or dawn, dawn on me that, hey, he was a rookie just like me or a first year guy. But I had I was a bit intimidated by the guys who knew about racing. And I knew so little coming in. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Did you have any similar uh, feelings towards athletes coming in because at the time they really didn't start coming in when you first came in but over time I would say about maybe like four years into that there really was an influx of athletes coming in how did you feel about that right I mean like I said like you said when we first started um, the athlete wasn't really in the sport yet mm -hmm. and then yourself and others started to come along so of course you're intimidated by them because I wasn't an athlete I was a racer mm -hmm. um, so I just had to be sure that I was a the very best. big racer, a big, very racer. strong racer, yeah, yeah, six yeah. foot three, yeah. 300 pounds is, yeah. uh, you know, most, most of the time you think of a racer, you're thinking of a, a little guy, you know, but, uh, I'm pretty sure they had to use a lot of sheet metal to build those cars around you. <laughs> it was tight squeeze for sure. <laughs> it was tight. But, but, and, and that's what I'm saying. You're here 
but the type of wins that you've had, you know, and it's just unprecedented the amount of success that every crew member in my position are aspiring to be a, an elite crew member. They are a bit envious and motivated by the career that you have had. You know, eight wins last year alone by Kevin Harvick. You know, Kyle Busch had eight wins as well, and he's well on his way to do that again this year, as well as your team, oh, too. Yeah. And you yeah. know better than anybody, running up front is totally different than running in the rear, right? So yeah. for you to have been running up front as long as you have done and continue to do, that says a lot about your work ethic and your skill set. You know, can you give me some secrets, some, some, some trades? How, I, already how did, you... I did that just before the show, remember? <laughs> we're we're going to get into that because, <laughs> yes. So. <laughs> but how, how, how have you made that happen for so uh, long? You know, both of my... Is it lucky? No, Are you lucky? I, I mean, right place, right time to get started. Mm -hmm. um, but both my mom and dad were workers, you yeah. know. Um, they were just your normal worker, you yeah. know. They were uh, just... So, so, so they instilled that in you early yeah, on. Yeah, they, instil they instilled that in me early on. And, you know, so I just took that work ethic, you know, and, and people telling me, no, you, you can't do it. Yeah. Or, or, you know, I don't think you'll make it or improve them wrong. So you, you took know? that work ethic and um, you took that back home. New Hampshire is your home track. Can we play the video uh, of your, your New Hampshire, the rain delay win that you had in New Hampshire? We have a video of um, that, vit that victory post-race. And, you know, y'all were very excited. It just shows you. Um, gives you a glimpse of all, just a little snippet of some of the things that you've accomplished in your career. If we can play that video. And um, please drop the video with the tires. Great job. Great job, guys. That's the way to fight all weekend. It's crazy to be on the car the first week and get a win. I mean, once I got in the rhythm doing the first couple of stops, we got into our rhythm and it was good. So it was enjoyable for sure. Kevin is a driving son of a gun, let's say that. He's a, dri he's a wheel man. So I had no doubt if our car was faster that we would get the win. I didn't think we were racing today, so everyone was kind of just chilling out, relaxing, thinking we were just going to get called to the hotel at any time. And then all of a sudden the weather broke, and it was like, all right, we got to go. And it was just chaos to get the race going. Yeah, we're just a little damp on corner exit to turn four and corner exit to turn one. Being home track, you you hope you can win. You know, it don't always happen that way. We probably should have won. I probably should have won six of these things here. And this is my third one, so I'm happy that we made it happen. Stuart Haas as a company has been amazing this year. Everyone back at the shop is doing an amazing job putting together cars, and it's great to see it pay off. Ooh, ooh, I, I hate you. I hate you so much. You see why I hate you? Let me tell you why I hate you. He said, yeah, I probably should have won six of them, but, yeah, this is my third win. He's just so cavalier about your wins because you've had so many. <laughs> yeah, and like, like I told you earlier, it didn't start out that way. Mm -hmm. uh, but been blessed, you know, over the last ten years. Have a bunch of wins. Let's show you how blessed. You know, Money Lion, they, they, we're fortunate enough to have them partner with us. And they we have a feature um, presented by Money Lion called the Financial Crew Chief. And the Financial Crew Chief, I want to read something. And, and this is why this we're going to talk about the, the All-Star win last mm -hmm. year. And um, let me just read this. Despite suffering a severe snowbill accident his senior year at Oxford, his comprehensive Oxford Hills Comprehensive High School, Mike Morneau, with the encouragement of his high school automotive instructor, Mitch Green, enrolled at UTI, NASCAR Technical Institute in Mooresville, North Carolina. After successfully completing the UTI course, he enrolled in the Pit Crew's U, Pit Crew U's 5-on-5 off-race team performance coaching program. The Maine's native first job um, after the, uh, these courses was at Haas CNC on the Jason Leffler number uh, double zero nationwide car at the time. He crewed for many drivers of that car until 2009 when he became a member of Tony Stewart's number 14 car. Tony won the championship. 
So you, you started out with Tony. I'm going uh, to keep going. Some of you may recall that Kevin Harvick complained about his pit crew midway through the 2014 season. The number four and 14 swapped, crew swapped. Um, Morneau, as part of Harvick's crew, won 2014 championship. This was Morneau's second national championship winning team. He also went on to the 2018 All-Star Race at Charlotte Motor Speedway and won that, and a million dollars was divvied up amongst that team. So, a million dollars went to that team, and um, it was allocated through bonus, and that is motivation for crew members to perform well and to do well, you know, getting that that money. What did you do with that money, or how do you uh, allocate where that money goes? Well, you know, you're uh, everybody gets a bonus. Yep. Um, so, so you just got to be smart with it. You know, I, I've been doing it 15 years, hope to do it, you know, longer, but you got to have money put back, put aside. So you kept 900,000 of it. Yeah, I wish. I wish. <laughs> yeah, that would have been awesome. No, no, you, you, you got to divvy it up and you got to, you, you, you have to focus on where that money goes because that is why we do this. Not only because we like to compete in, but you can earn a great living Absolutely. doing this, correct? And Absolutely. you knew that going on because you grew up in that, which is why you enrolled at NASCAR Tech and, and UTI, right? Yep. What was that process like? Is it like any other university where you apply for financial aid or you apply for an application? How, what was that process like? Yeah, I did. Um, I, I applied for financial aid and, you know, also um, my parents said that they'd help me out a little bit. As long as I got good grades, they were willing to help. Okay. Um, so I got a student loan. These hardworking parents. Yeah, hardworking huh? parents. Your mom um, owns a convenience store up in Maine? Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> a small uh, hometown convenience store. But um, so my, my mom and dad told me they'd help me as long as I got good grades. And then, of course, once I graduated, then it was all on me <laughs> to finish paying them off. But, you know, it, was, it, it worked out. So, so you packed your stuff up, you and a buddy. And this is where that name Shrek came from, right? Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. and a buddy moved down to North Carolina, yeah. enrolled at NASCAR Tech, yeah. and then where did five off five on come into play at? So I was at class one time, one day, and I overheard people talking about hitting race cars. Yeah. And I was like, well, that sounds like something to be fun, you know? So the buddy that I moved uh, south with, he was like, well, I'm going to go try it out. Well, it was five off five on pit crew performance. Um, so we went there, and... Uh, but, you Shrek, I, you mean to tell me when you were 13 years old at New Hampshire Motor Speedway, you never thought prior to someone telling you that pit stops would be fun? Was that on your radar then? No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> when no. you were just driving, driving and building then, cars. Yeah, yes. driving and building cars then. Uh, didn't really know much of the pit crew side at all. Uh, really? And like I said, so when, when he said, hey, I'm going to go to the school, I was like, well, I'm going to join you. Okay. So Because the first few months I lived here, I didn't even have a car. Really? I rode with my roommate everywhere. And that's about the time the movie Shrek came out. I was the big guy. He was the little guy. So Shrek it was from then on out. Shrek it was from then on out. So you started uh, training at the, the pit school, at correct? Pitt, yeah. And then what happened then? How did Stuart Hoss come about? Uh, so and Tony Stewart and your so relationship Lance, with him. So Lance Munsgard was a pit coach at 5 Off 5 On. Okay. And he was a pit coach at Haas CNC Racing at the time. Yes. Um, and so he had he uh, called me one day and said, hey, man, you want to come for a tryout? Um. I go for a tryout, and Daniel Smith is there, my tire changer now, 15 years later. Um, so we tried out, and uh, Booty Barker took a chance on us. Uh, two old young booty. kids. Old Booty. Old Booty took a chance. <laughs> I remember Old Booty. So That was a good crew chief, yeah. you know, and he was a very smart man. Booty, my, my, my memories for Booty, you know, he'd roll around in that wheelchair down up and down pit road. And my first introduction to Booty, he was like, oh, yeah, you're going to do well. You know, because I was an athlete, and yeah. he was really fond of the athletes 
as it related to the pit crews. Mm-hmm. So he was really he was really fond of that. So Booty gave you your chance, and you started off on Tony Stewart. You've climbed a lot of fences. You've got into a few fights yep. on pit road. You know, working for Tony Stewart, and then and then what? How did how was it the Kevin Harvick switch come uh, about? So that was probably one of the toughest deals, right? Because I was on Tony's car from 2009 until then. You know, mm-hmm. and won a bunch of races with him, and those guys on Kevin's crew that year 14. You know, Kevin was running up front, and they were a rookie group of guys um, put in a tough spot, right? I mm-hmm. mean, not only is that car running up front, but you mm-hmm. got Kevin. You know, Kevin was brutal back then. He's gotten a lot better now. What do you mean um, he was brutal back then? He was hard on them, you know, but the way Kevin <laughs> on his is crew on his crew members. But the way Kevin is is the way I am to myself. I don't expect anything more out of anyone else than I do myself. Mm-hmm. You know, so I that's, agree. So that's the way he is, you know. He's 110%. He expects 110% from you. Um, and it's still that way to this day. No, and and that's the way it should be, and that's the reason why you're in the position that you are now. Y'all have had a lot of changes just this year alone. You you've introduced a new uh, pit crew coach and and, and, and Craig and um and uh, as well as some other changes on other crew members and additional drivers. What has that process been like? Can you elaborate a little bit on that? Yeah, I mean, Stuart Haas does a great job of putting unique individuals with unique individuals, mm-hmm. you know, to get the best product, you know, to go over the wall. Um, sometimes that might be two or three young guys having to work together and grow together um, and overcome the struggles. But I think all of us that have had them struggles are able to help them. You know, like they can come to me on a daily basis and ask questions, you know, and I give them the old school, Mm -hmm. you know, the old man veteran, you know, what they want to hear response. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they kind of take it from there. Is there added pressure on you with um, you being a veteran and, you know, looked up to – on campus, is there any added pressure there, or do you embrace that? No, I think I embrace it pretty really? well. Um, I enjoy working with the young kids. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said earlier, uh, when Daniel was out sick, uh, we had MJ on the back Daniel, of Daniel, for y'all that don't know, Daniel Smith is the rear tire changer, um, your teammate as yep. well for Kevin mm-hmm. Harvick as well. Yep. yep. Uh, so MJ filled in for Daniel while Daniel was out, um, and I embraced him, you know, tried to mm-hmm. help him do the best he could, and now – so from last year, filling in for six months, now he's he's a primary tire changer on the 41 car. So he embraced his opportunity. I helped him embrace his, his opportunity, and you know now he's got a full-time starting spot on a, a car in-house. When you see these guys um, um, on pit road, the 18, the 22, and the success they have, they're having on pit road, how do you view your team as it relates to those other two teams that are running really well? I I've, think we're right there with them, mm-hmm. you know, um, tit for tat. I mean, we're right there. Um, battling in and out our team we are striving to be consistent right Mm -hmm. consistently fast but I mean that may sound easy Mm -hmm. it's not Um, so we're just trying to stay on the consistent side instead of doing a you know a 12-8 one time and a 15 flat we're just trying to stay 13 flat like we're trying to do 13 flats every single time keep Kevin in the ball game Mm -hmm. and uh, he's the type of driver and what you're doing uh, for all of our younger uh, crew members who are listening to this show, what he's explaining is you don't have to hit home runs every single time out the ballpark. Base hits, base hits will get you just an amount, the same, uh, more runs in the yeah. game. You'll win the ball game to the point where when you're pitting a car that's running in the top five or has the propensity to win or has the ability to win week after week, you have to be consistent like that. Mm-hmm. Is, um, you, is it safe to say that as far as the teams that you have at Stuart Hall, so y'all the most consistent out of the teams, yeah. or does it fluctuate? I'd say we're all right there. I mean, like I said, Stuart Hall's done a great job putting groups of guys together that do quality pit stops. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're all right there. I mean, I think on Dartfish this week, we were all 
right there, you know, <laughs> third, fourth, fifth, you know, I mean, we're right there. That's so. good. No, and, and you are. And, and the point of the fact of the matter is, you know, y'all are running very well and you're always on TV with your spots, with your stops, leaving from Fontana, STP week at Martinsville this week at STP 500. What are some of the things that you have to reprogram yourself as far as you have to prepare for Fontana a particular way? How do you prepare for Martinsville now? Well, so, you know, Fontana, we have a liner, liner tire. Um, and then when you go to Martinsville, you have no liner. So the tire is lighter. I love that. But California frame rails are higher, so the car's a little bit higher when it jacks up. Mm. You go to Martinsville, it's on the ground, harder to jack up. So you got to muscle memory yourself to get lower to hang the tire at Martinsville than what you do at California. Same with adjustments. Are we still double pumping in Martinsville, you think? Or uh, has setup the, allowed us? The guys that are that? are going to get their tails whooped. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, so... We try our best to set our car up where we can one pump both sides. One pump both sides. So when you see that that double pumping, you know it's going to be a long day for yes, you. You know, if you're running up front, you know, competitively. Yep. You know, that's there's going to be a lot of things to watch for in Martinsville. That's why I'm excited to watch that race. It was one of those races where I made sure I said my prayers the week before because the propensity to get hit, yeah. <laughs> you know, in that tight pit road and. Just for things to go awry there, you know, ramp up. So uh, it's going to be a lot going on there, you know. So we'll get into that. We'll dive right into that. We have getting schooled coming up. And um, I really am going to school some people here. And you've already schooled me earlier. (laughs) But anyways, we'll be right back and we'll talk to Mike some more. Shrek some more. Clutch Coffee Bar in Mooresville, North Carolina is redefining the drive through coffee game in Race City, USA. The Clutch experience is fast, friendly, and delicious. Quality drinks and unmatched customer service is the name of the game. Clutch Coffee Bar offers signature lattes and mochas, custom flavor-infused energy drinks, smoothies, and more. Over 25 flavors, there's something for everyone. Visit our two locations in Mooresville, 356 Williamson Road and 154 West Plaza Drive. Open daily from 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. Power up today with Clutch Coffee Bar. Here's your chance to win a set of your very own Hercules tires. Go to HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Simply register, and each month we'll give away one set of tires. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading mileage coverage to get you wherever you need to go, no matter where the road takes you. Register now for your chance to win a set of Hercules Tires at HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Hercules Tires, ride on our street. Jeff Gordon has come from virtually nowhere. He's one of NASCAR's all-time greats. For the 93rd time in his career. A pioneering champion. Be at the right place at the right time. The kid who took on the good old boys and changed NASCAR. We started to go toe-to-toe from Earnhardt. MRN presents a 10-part podcast series that traces Jeff Gordon's rise to NASCAR legend. Jeff Gordon, the colorful career of the Rainbow Warrior. Available now at MRN.com and your favorite podcast source. Get in School, presented by the Goddard School. The best childhood preparation in social and academic success. Visit GoddardSchool.com for more information. The Goddard School, learning for fun, learning for life. I love this section right here because I get to teach. You know, I hated class, but I love to teach. And what I'm going to teach you guys today, with your help, Shrek, (laughs) is the right rear adjustments. And why are we going to teach the right rear adjustments? Because... Let's just, all right, bear with me when we get into this. You know, of course, we've had the package, the rule package change, and they're trying to get uh, the cars closer together. They want the racing better. I don't care. Right. I, don't, I could care less about that. You know, my focus is on pit stops. It's always been on pit stops, but 
with this package and these adjustments to try to get these cars to race better, there's a lot that needs to be figured out. And a lot of that is done during a racetrack. So when you're trying to do uh, an adjustment during a race, during a pit stop, what does that do to the pit stop, Shrek? Well, some teams it slows them down, but uh, my my goal is for it not to slow me down. And, and that's where you make the money. You know, that's why you're the big time money maker, 15 year veteran that you are. But anyways, let's let's break this down to the, the four different ways that you can make right rear adjustments. OK, and um, we have a video company with this. Bear with me. I'm going to try my best to explain this to you. And if you want to see the video, make sure that you go to MRN.com or the uh, Motor Racing Network fan page on Facebook, and you can view this podcast and see these videos that I'm talking about. But other than that, right rear adjustments, there are four different styles to make a right rear adjustment that I have seen in Fontana. And as we start the video, the first way is presented by the number 12 car and Wade Moore as a tire carrier. Big tire carrier, as you see, he approaches the car from the front. We call that beast mode tire carrier where he drops off the right front, proceeds to the right rear, makes the adjustment on the right rear, but his wrench is already on the deck lid because the tire changer brought his wrench out. Therefore, he indexes the tire, grabs the wrench off the deck lid, makes the adjustment. That is way number one. The second way is the carrier sets the wrench and index the tire first. First, this is demonstrated by Justin Edgel in the number 17th car that is coming. He jumps from the rear of the car as the car approaches pit road. He approaches the car from the rear, sets his wrench on his own, indexes the tire first, then go back, goes back and makes the adjustment. That is way number two in how to effectively make an adjustment on a four tire stop. Coming up next, the third variation of the uh, adjustment stop, the carrier sets the wrench makes the adjustment first but he comes from the rear and this is our guy this is our big time ball player our beast mode tire carrier shrek notice what he does here as he approaches the rear he inserts the wrench does not take his tire hand off the tire and makes the adjustment with one hand tosses the wrench indexes the tire nobody else can do it like that nobody else is doing it like that and i believe that is a difference maker in that team alone and Keep in mind, all of these different styles are player dependent, which brings me to the fourth um, variation. And this is, I call it the mouth. He mouthed it. If you notice right here, the front tire carrier, he comes with the beast mode position, dropping the tires off from the front, goes to the rear index as the tire. The wrench comes out of his mouth. He carried the wrench in his mouth the entire time. As you see right here, look, comes around, the wrench is in his mouth. Tire comes off. I slow mode it for you too, so you can get a good picture. Yeah, bam! Indexes the tire, mouthed it out of his mouth, sets the wrench, makes the adjustment. That is the fourth variation. Now, neither one is right or wrong, but it it is safe to say that guys are finding different ways to be effective making adjustments because they're important. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you have to adjust. You have to be able to adjust on the car and do fast pit stops. So each team is a little bit different um, on their personnel. So you got to do what's best for your personnel. Look, what's best on your personnel? Okay, first of all, if I, you know, you know my side time hustle is I'm a recruiter for NASCAR Drive for Diversity. So when I'm recruiting tire carriers, especially the fact that we have five crew members instead of six, there's a lot of load on that tire carrier and that jackman now. Yes. Right. Yes. So with that being said, I'm looking for taller tire carriers. I'm looking for tire carriers. Not only are they are they athletically inclined and they have a, a very uh, low center of gravity, great footwork, but their wingspan and their height is a great advantage to that. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I would. I would say that, you know, 
being 6'3 does help, mm-hmm. you know, adjustments in the car for sure. What about 310? How does that help you? Oh, that helps. I mean, <laughs> explain you know, that. Yeah, explain so, that. you know, when it, when you outweigh the tire by as much as I do, <laughs> you it really don't, it. It don't stand much chance, you know. <laughs> you move that thing around like a little baby. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I treated my tires like my baby, you yeah. know. I, I cleaned them up. I got them all dressed with tape, you know. Yeah. You, you got you to gotta treat those tires very important. But you did enlighten me um, to a little bit. A little tidbit to your success. What makes you so su- successful in the way that you do it, and why would another tire carrier have um, a bit of a harder time pulling well, off it? Like I told you earlier, I'm left-hand dominant, mm-hmm. so that wedge wrench is in my left hand. Yes. Um, to stick it in the hole and turn it with my dominant hand. It, it, <laughs> it's funny that you say that because it, it shows on that 24 stop, the mouthed stop. When he mouthed, when he mouthed it, yeah. and as he set the wrench, well, what happened with the car when it jack man? It drops. Mm-hmm. And as the car drops and you're trying to set a wrench, you know better than anybody. You're going to miss. It's <laughs> now, maybe nine times out of, t- you know, maybe that one time you right. won't miss. Right. But most of the time you will miss. So being securing that wrench yeah. early is, is very important. Would you agree? Yeah. And that's that's another reason that we do it the way we do it mm-hmm. is I'm comfortable with, you know, the car's already up usually or coming up to my wrench when I index it in the car. Um, and then, you know, the rest is just, I've been doing it a while. So let's break this down for, like I said, for all of our, um, aspiring all-star crew members who are listening, Shrek has the ability to do adjustment stops better than anybody in the world. Is that right? Is that what you said? That's what I try to do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought that's what yeah. you said. No, 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 I can't say that, but I try. Yes, you're, absolutely. You're not the best in the world. No, not the best in the world. I try. Though. Not even a little bit. No, I try. I'm a humble guy. I'm a humble guy. Karma, karma is bad. But so you we have, stay humble. You have forty-five wins. Yeah. Well, that's all right. Is it or is it fifty-five? And you're still humble. Yeah. Anyways, you gotta stay humble. It's killing me, man. Your humbleness is killing me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, man. Um, thank you so much for elaborating and exposing your secret to the world. Now everyone is going to try to be left-handed dominant. Every tire carrier out there. <laughs> the good thing is, is most of them don't know that till today. It's, so there's it, only forty of us, right? <laughs> so. <laughs> They can try it all they want. That's right. That's but right. unless you're six foot three, three hundred pounds, it will not work, right? That's right. Hey, we'll be right back with more. We've got our clutch performers coming up. We got rankings coming out and a lot of information. Stay tuned. What's up? Vaughn Gittin Jr. here. How would you like the keys to a 700-horsepower, custom-built Ford Mustang RTR? Designed by none other than NASCAR champ Joey Logano, the RTR design team, and me. It's one of three Mustangs you could win in the Money Lion Here We Roar sweepstakes. How do you enter? Just text ROAR to 95615 or visit roarsweepstakes.moneylion.com. No purchase necessary. It's 2019. Must be 18 or older. For official sweepstakes rules, visit roarsweepstakes.moneylion.com. At the Goddard School, teachers customize lessons so children can explore their interests, have fun, and learn the skills they need for success in school and beyond. From infant sign language to pre-K students tackling STEAM learning, our Flex Learning Program or Fun Learning Experience is grounded in research that shows the most genuine learning occurs when children are having fun. Our teachers leverage this through lessons inspired by children's imaginations. To enroll, visit GoddardSchool.com. The Goddard School, learning for fun, learning for life. The race to the championship is coming through Phoenix. It's the 2019 NASCAR semifinal race weekend at ISM Raceway. 
Now it's more personal than ever after a $178 million modernization project that gets you into the infield, into the garages, and even closer to the cars and drivers. The 2019 NASCAR Semifinal Race Weekend at Phoenix's ISM Raceway, November 8th, 9th, and 10th. This time, it's personal. Lock in your seats early at ismraceway.com. Welcome back to MRN Crew Call, presented by Moneyline. I'm Rocco Williams, and the Clutch Coffee Bar Performance of the Week, my favorite part of the show, it goes out to Chad Emmons. Chad Emmons, Chad Emmons, I hope I pronounced that right. He substituted for Evan Marcall, who was on first baby daddy leave. <laughs> he had his first newborn, um, so he was absent that race. And if I was Evan, I might have been a little stung at the fact that you know, my driver won in my absence at the same time, you know, um, he was elated to see the birth of his first son at the same time. Chad Emmons, congratulations to you stepping in in that role as a fueler in a race where the outcome, depending on how much fuel you had, was a big deal. Thank you for getting it full. I know your team thanks you for getting it full. Good job. You will get your free coffee. I'll come find you at Bristol. In a backup role, being able to step in like that, Good job for stepping in for Evan Marshall, and congratulations to you. At the same time, you know, the fuelers go underrated most of the time. You know, everyone, you know, um, pays attention to the tire carriers, the jack men so much. But Michigan was a perfect example. When you saw 30, 40 laps to go and everyone feathering their, their laps and, and um, trying to stretch out that fuel, Kevin Harvick could go full bore the whole time. And a lot of that had to do with the crew chief and when he called him down. But at the same time, at the end of the day, when it comes down, down time to get that car full, that fueler has to perform. He did a very good job, and that is a position that goes underrated. Not a lot of uh, glamour with that position, but it shows how important that is because uh, good job to you, Chad Emmons. At the same time, I alluded to the fact that the youth movement in our sport is um, very prevalent right now. You have you know, older drivers retiring. You have younger drivers making a name for, the, for themselves. The same thing goes along as it relates to pit crew and the athletes over the wall, you have older drivers, I mean, older crew members retiring, getting pushed out by the younger athletes that are trying to make a name for themselves as well. So when you're at a race like Mid-Ohio and you're split between the Premier Series, a lot of the veteran experienced drivers will be in Michigan. Then you have a lot of the Premier Xfinity guys in Mid-Ohio. And some of those left Mid-Ohio into Michigan. They traveled a lot of miles within those two days, but... For the ones that stayed, and um, congratulations to Austin Cindric, by the way, and um, his pit crew for winning two in a row, you know, back-to-back -back going that way. But it allows those athletes, those young pit crew members at these standalone races to really shine and showcase what they have to these higher teams. At the same time, there's some stuff you must pay attention to. Mind you, I told you I was in Michigan. A debate came up between a carrier and a jackman, and I wanted to use this platform to quell that debate and give you my opinion on it. And if we can play our video, I'll walk you through that debate on what we're talking about with the help of Ken Yada, who was in the pits, our um, mainstay DJ on pit road. As you can see, Ross Chastain is coming in. This Jackman with a year of experience. This is one of the most sought-after Jackman. He is very athletic, and he is making a name for himself in the sport. But mind you, this is his first year. Look at the rear of the car. The rear tire carries having issues getting that rear tire on. He looks to the Jackman and gives him a motion. Hey, give me a little bit more height on that. 
and as the Jackman watches him struggle, he finally gives him a little hype. The tire goes on. At the same time, the debate was, is this a Jackman era or is this a tire carrier, carrier era? I think this is a tire carrier era for the simple fact that the car came up, the tires came off. If the tires, if the car is high enough for the tires to come off, it is high enough for those tires to go on. The technique that you must use as a tire cha- a carrier is called the knuckle scraper. I coined that term because your knuckles are literally scraping the bottom of the ground because you have to get so low to make sure that that tire gets on. And it depends on different setups, you know, the truck setups or um, super speedway setups. But at the same time, the one rule you should live by as a tire carrier, if that jack man can get that car up and those tire changers can pull that tire off, those tires can go back on. Don't fault the jack man for not having that car back up up high enough. What you need to do is work on your flexibility in your hip flexors. Work on that knuckle scraper technique. Get that bottom hand very low and it needs to scrape that ground. That tire will go on. That's my opinion. <laughs> Next for our youth movement, we have, if I want to show you a video of just, I call it head on a swivel. As a young athlete on pit road, you get so enamored with the fact that you did good. Boom, you have to pay attention on pit road. Heads up, heads on a swivel, be co- on a swivel. Be cognizant of your surroundings. After this two tire stop, you will see this jack man remains right there for a moment. Mind you, behind him, a wreck is going on. He's in a very dangerous spot right there. Soon as the pit stop is over, hustle back to the wall, grab your equipment, get out of the way, especially on yellow flag laps. When you're pitting on a yellow flag lap as a young crew member, you must be cognizant of where every car is on the track prior to entering pit road and where it is while it is on pit road in relation to your pit stall. Be cognizant of at least two pit boxes behind you where the car is behind you and that car behind him. Know where those are and they're coming around you. And when that stop is over, you can do your little dance a little bit, but get back to the wall and um, get out of harm's way. That is my advice to the youth movement drivers. That is our Clutch Coffee um, Award winner. Congratulations to you, Chad Admins. You young crew members out there who are watching out here, pay attention to those veterans and those all-stars that are doing it. And um, don't be afraid to ask questions. We're going to Bristol this weekend. Short track, small, tight pit boxes, a lot of action, a lot of stuff going on on pit road. You have to keep your head on the swivel out there as a young athlete. At the same time, I expect to see some um, some um, great pit stops out there. I'm looking forward to Bristol. I'll be out there walking up and down pit road. And um, I can't wait to get out there and see night racing in the fastest half mile in the world. I'm your boy, Rocco Williams. Thank you for joining us. I hope you learned something from my boy, Mike Morneau. Stuart Hoss is on the roll. I can't wait to get to Bristol. We'll see you later.